0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. What the f is going on? I like to part. Jesus, honey, wax much? From Podcast One, this is Unwaxed.
1: Get in, loser, we're going shopping!
0: With Sophia and Sistine Salone.
1: Did We just become best friends. Yup! <gasps> yes! <Yeah. laughs> Oh my god, what an embarrassing intro that was. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed Podcast. With your favorite sister, Sophia and Steve Stallone. You know, that's starting to grow on me. Yay! <laughs> on that back, let's try it again. No, it's good. Um, I'm happy it's growing on you. I think it works, just, it just kind of flows. And I get it, it gets me hamped, hamped, hamped. She is tweaking, guys. I'm tweaking. It's just one th- of them days. You're singing now. All right, let's move on. Um, This has been a very interesting week for Sophia and I. We feel like a lot of strange reoccurrences have happened. Yep. And you know, we've been mentioning it to each other, but now it's hit a wall. Okay, so we're we're all about manifestation. And for example, I'll be driving into a parking garage. I'll manifest a parking spot, and then it'll happen, right? But we've been manifesting. This is gonna sound so pathetic a friend <laughs> so lately Sistine has been <laughs> visualizing so things and then getting them I've been seeing 11 11 everywhere at night and morning now I think oh. I'm just like clockwork I know when it's eleven eleven, but it's weird so Sistine and I've been talking since we've come to Florida that we've been wanting a friend yes. I love her she loves me but you know <laughs> We need, a bit, we need a third. We need a third, we need a third party to sort of break it up. Yes. And so we've been saying to each other that we've been dying to meet someone new. Yeah. Here in Florida, we know. We know no one. And no so one. it's it's definitely hard being away from your friends in LA. So we went to dinner the other night. We were manifesting at dinner. We were like, we got to find a friend. Yeah. We decide, let's go get a drink, Sophia. Lo and behold, we go to the bar. We but see we a girl. But we don't do this. Ever. We see a girl sitting alone at the bar. Yeah. Two hours later, BFS. friend, and guess what? We're getting dinner with her tonight. How did that happen? Coincidence? I think not. Another coincidence is I've been having a lot of weird dreams, and I want to bring on a dream specialist because I truly believe that when you have something traumatic happen in your dream, it applies to your regular what day to day life. Traumatic in your. Well, dreams. I've just been having very gruesome, explicit. gory dreams it's really sad but here's the weird part I've been dreaming about individuals that I've never met in my life never think about in my life I don't watch any of their content and then they'll be showing up the next day in my life like for example go ahead I had a dream about Dave Portnoy oh do I follow Dave Portnoy no No. do I follow Barstool no No. I don't ever talk or look at Dave Portnoy is not in our purpose why why was I dreaming of him we'll get to that later (laughs) I go, hey, dad, I had a dream about Dave Portnoy. And he goes, oh, that's so interesting. I was on the phone with him today. What? That's my point, you guys. Weird stuff? Is this deja on. vu? Is it 2021? Is something going on this year that's been changing and making maybe. us... Because it's been happening. We've mentioned a name and they've come up somewhere else, maybe in the news. It's just been like, happening a lot. It's baffling, but it's kind of makes things interesting. Because what is the this Is this deja vu? What is the actual definition of deja vu? No, okay. So deja vu what I've come to gather is when you have an experience and you feel like you've done that before. So I can't tell if it's that or if it's just we're psychic.
0: Yeah. I think
1: I think what the psychic said, we have spiritual powers. So now we're able to predict the future. So if you guys want your future read by Sophia and I to see. <laughs> You know what actually could be? It just came to me. Yeah. I think we've been thinking very weird thoughts because you sort of dragged me into your love of anime. You guys, Sophia's been watching a lot of anime. Um, Well, yes. Nothing against anime, but I just did not peg you as the type to watch it. I did not peg myself as the type to watch anime, but I'll tell you how it happened. My little sister Scarlett She's into it. Yeah, she loves it, but she kind of secretly liked it. She told us she was into it, but we didn't realize like the extent of it. And I what saw. Do you, what do you like about it? Well, this is what my thing was. So I was kind of curious because I saw there was a Netflix series that came out that they made. It's called like Guri or something. It's about gambling. I don't know what it's called. But I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna just just check it out. Let me check it out. Very sexual. And it's it's so sexual. Like it's so sexual. You guys, it doesn't. There are things in the show that I didn't think would happen. You know, it was one of those, like, huge plot twists every single time. You're just like, why did they just do that? You know this is a whole genre of porn. What yeah. is it called? It's, like, it's all anime. Well, It's very sexual. It was a very sexual show, but it's so interesting. The show, honestly, I got weirdly addicted to it. I haven't watched any anime since. I've been, like, dabbling a little bit. I don't know if I could watch it 24-7. Yeah. But... I definitely want to be one of those characters for Halloween. So you guys have to action. actually message us some good suggestions. Yeah, we don't, like too, we don't like to We don't like to like battles. We're, we're trying, trying like, to be cool. We're trying to be with Gen Z TikTokers. We're trying to be in the know. You do have a cowboy Depop shirt, and you've never seen cowboy Depop. So maybe she. Thanks should, for outing me. But you should there. watch it. It's anime. I know. You can like, actually wear it. I know. Okay. What else? do What it's else? Seen. We're giving y'all a life update. You guys, we need to talk about um, what just happened the other day with our lovely nails. I know no one's, everyone's like, oh, I don't want to hear about your nails. No, no, no. You're going to want to hear about this. because I would like to happened. set the scene. Yeah. I am not a nail snob. <laughs> Nob? <laughs> I'm not a doorknob. She's not a doorknob, but she's not a nail I'm snob. not a nail snob. I'm not kidding you. The last time I got my nails done was a year ago. This was before the pandemic. I just never got them done. I was like... I'm not going to waste the money. I could just do them myself. I know how to put on polish. Right. So I never got them done myself. No. I was always actually kind of one the nail shop, yeah. I'd say. I'm very particular about how my nails are shaped, how they're cared for. I just think nails, people see your hands all the time. I want it to I know. I face. just don't care. I, I just don't care. Um also I've heard guys actually do check out your nails. That's I know. I know. So I go, I get my nails done. I'm excited. Scarlett, our little sister says You should get this thing called dip. I have no idea what this is. Apparently it's acrylic powder. I don't know. I go, okay, I'll try it. She goes, you should do the shape. I'm I'm balls to the wall. Let's go for it, right? I sit down. I'm feeling optimistic. The girl and I are chatting away. It's great. And then I look down at my nails and it looks like someone cut off my index finger. Blood everywhere. Can I just like also preface that this this in this business reached out to Sistine and said, like, "Well, we'd love to do your nails, and they do dip, and I've never done dip either, and I was like, yeah, so it's kind of crazy. I'm like they're dipping my fingers in powder and it's turning into a polish and Sistine's across the way, and this woman I just hear her freaking out so i'm I'm sitting there. This girl is freaking out. She keeps jumping up out of her chair. She can't sit for more than five seconds. Blood is, I'm not exaggerating, rushing down my arm. The owner is freaking out because apparently she was cutting my cuticles like really deep. And I said, please don't. into those cuticles. And she was like almost doing it with a blindfold on. She's going crazy. So I'm bleeding everywhere. And it won't stop. And so I'm trying to be as polite as possible. I'm not freaking out. I'm just sitting there like, no, 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 it's okay. And it's my fault. Like, I don't know why I can't stop bleeding. That's what I kept saying. Because she was yeah, so upset. I felt bad. And I felt really something. bad for her. And then she goes to me and the owner goes, are you anemic? And I go, I don't think so. And she goes, maybe you have diabetes. That's why I won't stop bleeding. And I go, okay. And maybe I go to the doctor after this check if I am anemic and no, have diabetes. You, I you like, didn't just oh. split her... Skin in half. She, she hit a vein. She kind of hit a yeah, vein. Yeah, that's how bad it so was. So the stains gushing blood. My nail polish, on the other hand, I remember a nail polish that was so thick on your nail, like you just like a, you could literally see a layer. It looks like baby fingers. I used like... to have like claws, like beautiful <laughs> real nails. She chopped that off and just layered my nail. <gasps> more of the story of... is more of the story is if you can do it better yourself, do, do it, it yourself because don't go to places. That was a big, fat mistake. Again, I love a bad story because I can bring it on on wax. So I'm here for the content. Perfect. At the end of the day, you know, save you money. We decided uh, we're gonna do something a little bit different before we bring on our guest today. We're gonna start with our unsolicited advice instead of ending the episode with it. Just a quick reminder, make sure you go to our podcast page at the Apple Podcast app. Leave your question in the comments and review section. And that is the only way we are going to read or answer it. If it's less than five stars and you still wrote an answer or not question, cool. when I not answering. Not cool. Not cool. And by the way, I read a lot of the DMs and a lot of the reviews that you guys leave. And a lot of them are saying, I know you'll never see this, but I really love you guys. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there in bed like, I see it. I we, see it. it. we see it. We see it. Every read time all you we don't see it, we see it. So I really appreciate hearing your guys' feedback. It honestly makes this so worth it and so yeah. much fun. So let's jump right into the question. 619 Hawk wrote, where do you guys see each other in 10 years? What would you like to accomplish? Great show. Thank you. Hmm. 10 years, Sophia. Ten I want to be... Now. No, 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 uh, each other. Each other. Where do you see each other? So stop answering, lady. I, I see you in 10 years. Hmm. hmm, 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 hmm. You'll be... 30. Married to a Thomas Shelby. Singing songs like Dua Lipa. Oh my god, I love Dua Lipa. Um, Hold on. <laughs> I don't sing, and he's married. So this is <laughs> Wait, already to, for two. I'm trying to what else. Um, Oh, you released the film that you wrote. She did sell a film. That would be cool. And it actually comes out. So then she's now a famous screenwriter like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And... Um, uh, First woman, to, not first woman to be on the moon, but like also live on the moon. I don't like, want to go to the moon. 10 days scares me. I don't want to do that. No, no, no. Okay. But we can I, be serious. All right. You would be, how are you, 24? I'm I'm You're going to be 34. Whoa. 34. 34-year-old Sophia will be sitting alone at a bar waiting for Santa <laughs> No, this is, book. Book. this is where I see Sophia. You're married. Sure. You've got one baby. Yes, probably. Maybe you have another one in the stomach, but you don't know it yet. Yeah, you're traveling with your husband, a price ski. What time it today? Thirty four. Like this day, I'm maybe pregnant. You guys are maybe like skiing. You're doing a honeymoon, romantic vacation because you're taking a break from your busy schedule. Being the next Oprah Winfrey, I mean, you're swapped. Swapped. You're like the Ellen 2.0 right you're just tired of giving away you get a car you get a car i'm tired of selling you know number one booksellers you know of all time exhausting. and you're, you're just exhausted being able to cover forbes and times and this it. is my future stop the I love this you're future. getting carried away <laughs> <laughs> but then she doesn't realize that while she's on her honeymoon mm-hmm. she's totally unplugged right off her phone she's trying to detox she doesn't realize that her entire business has been sued (gasps) you're being sued you're being sued sued for copyright you're being sued for for being ugly and (laughs) (laughs) you are being sued for giving away fake cars oh okay so now because they're actually go-karts you don't realize all of this is happening you don't realize the empire that you've built is crumbling down because you're just drinking a pina colada, minding your own business. You have no idea what's going on in I'm the States. I'm pregnant. You don't, you don't even know that. That's why you're canceled. Because you're drinking a pina colada. <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna, But everyone else knows that I don't know. So this is what happens. You return. Yes. This is still 34 years today. Uh-huh. You return. Okay. You decide, you know what? This life isn't for me. No you move. Connecticut. You go to Connecticut, move with your husband, raise the families, have a chicken coop, and one cow. Wow, that really took a turn. Anyway, we should talk about our (laughs) guests today that we're having on. Take it away, Sophia. You guys, we have the hilarious... Claudia Oshry coming on and if you guys don't know who she is you will soon she is the host of the widely popular Morning Toast podcast she is a comedian we'll do her a whole little intro later but she is we've never met her and I've watched some interviews with her I've listened to her podcast I have stalked her page so many times we're very excited and she's funny yeah we're gonna have some fun conversations. Yes. she's here to promote her book so stay tuned I'm a,
0: I'm a, I'm a
1: cool Team queen and host of the very popular podcast alongside her sister, The Morning Toast, this comedian, entertainer, and media entrepreneur is now coming out with her new book called Girl With No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster. This is Claudia Oshry.
0: Hi! Yay. Hey, guys. guys. Did I say your I'm name right? I'm seeing sis. Yes, you did Go. say my name right, even though <laughs> it's like an interpretation. Whatever you want to call me is fine. okay. Um, I just love going on podcasts hosted by sisters because I host mine with my sister, and there's nothing better.
1: Oh my I God, agree. We were just gonna bring that up too because we love the idea of working with the sister, and there's so many like ups and downs with it. But like, of we can totally. Dive I mean, into did it. you guys ever fight in the beginning of developing your podcast? Well, yeah. I mean, we don't really
0: fight, but a lot of people are like, How do you work with your sister all yeah, the time? And right. I'm like, How do you work with strangers all the time? Like, right. I, yeah. I think it's so much easier to communicate. I'm not very confrontational, even though people like, I give off the vibe that I'm confrontational because I'm like loud and annoying, mm-hmm. but I actually am very anti confrontation. So, like, whatever Jackie thinks is right, I'm like, Sure. Yeah. Like, let's just do what you want. Oh, see, Cause she's, that would be She's great smarter than me. She's smarter than me. And, Wait, and I know that. What
1: are you? What's your sign? I'm a Cancer, and she's a Cancer, cancer. and she's a Scorpio. I think November. I'm a Virgo. Okay, so that I kind of can see that. See the balance, the dynamic does work because there are things that she does that really works for the show in terms of like the more emotional part and things. I'm more the analog. But we do butt heads. If I say, let's go right. She'll go left. And then there's no, no compromise. We're still going to do it. It's so
0: much easier to like butt heads with your sister than like a stranger who you have to be nice to. Like that's, I I I feel like
1: working with your sister is sort of the same thing as having another roommate. I'd rather live with my sister than a stranger because then you can't say, you know, you didn't do the dishes or you're, clothes are all over the place like yeah. that would yeah be insane no like, and i'm right. sure you
0: like have friends and like i know people in my life who are like really good communicators like mm-hmm, if something's yeah. bothering them they'll say it in an eloquent way where it's like if something's bothering me and i get the balls to say it i'll just start crying like i'm not a good communicator <laughs> Oh, you're yeah. such a crying cancer then. Yeah. Oh, and I'm a cancer to a T. Like, are you, you know, searching? tough exterior, but like on the inside Soft. I'm dying and I'm so sad all the time. But like on the outside. And I feel like...
1: everyone's emotions. You're sad, yeah. I'm sad now. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I, I'm
0: not like really into horoscopes, but I know that I actually really identify with my particular sign.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so do we. And sometimes we get like, we like to have fun and get into it, but obviously we can't like, everything's kind of the same. Like if I read someone else's horoscope, I'm like, I've had those days before.
0: A hundred percent. Like, (laughs) I think that sometimes horoscopes can actually be toxic because like you read something in a magazine and then it substantiates your negative behavior. And it's like, no, 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 it's not your, it's not your, your sign. You're just like an asshole.
1: Like Karen, yes. you're not just like having an off day because the sun is blocking the moon. Right. You're just, no, this is, you. Just this is this you. This is you. You can this change it you. too. You yeah. don't <laughs> have to be the same. <laughs> you way. can stop being. But, so it was kind of interesting. We read that you are one of four girls. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're one of, we're, well, there's three of us. So oh all girls, well, number three. The baby. The She's baby. 18.
0: Um, I'm number yeah. three
1: too. So
0: you're yeah. sort of the middle child. Self-diagnosed middle child syndrome. Yeah. I was going to say middle
1: child syndrome me. Hello. I mean, you really like out of three, like that's hardcore middle child. But here's the thing. I don't think I ever got lack of attention. I think that's what the correct definition of it is. But I always craved more of it. Like I would, I was very shy. I want to know how you sort of were grew up because I was very shy when I was little like crippling anxiety shy I hated oh really yeah, she like don't hug me I'd be like eh, like oh, I don't know funny. it was like very bad and I was like the, the oldest being like so nurtured so loved so I was like on the stage and now I'm dead, yeah, the like- sudden, it's like I just want to be like the loudest the funniest the one on the table yeah. like you know self-deprecating to make people laugh yeah. like how are you when you grew up Were you always like
0: I mean, that's exactly how I am now. And in the book, like I really, I never really like think about my childhood a lot. I just like was a child and now I'm an adult. But with the book, I had to like write down because people always ask me like how I grew up, so many sisters and my dad passed away when I was really young. So I wanted to like give away, give like a, tell a story about who I am and like why I'm this crazy bitch and when I look back on my life like I'm exactly the same like when I was a kid I was a nut job I wanted attention so badly I would sing I would dance I would do anything for attention all the adults thought I was annoying and the adults still think I'm annoying so I'm consistent (laughs) I'm consistent
1: you're like hey at least you know what you're getting at this point point. No, and like at least I make a living out of being annoying you know you know what? You it go. works. It works. And I have to say the title of your book is absolutely hilarious. Thank I you. Mean, Instagram thirst monster. Can you define <laughs> what that is? Well, I feel
0: like in this age we're living in with like the bachelor, mm-hmm. um, thirsting is, has a negative connotation and I totally get it. And I've definitely been a part of, you know, the culture of, you know, putting people down who are thirsty, but the more I look inward, I'm like, no, I literally got to where I am. Like I have a book deal because I'm thirsty and yeah thirsty is so negative when at the end of the day, people who are thirsty are just good at networking. You know, I'm a good networker. So timing is, is really everything. And now mm-hmm. I feel like I've been through a lot in the last few years, very public, lots of scandals, lots of controversy. Everyone loves that. Um, and I never really respond to stuff. I feel like it's really hard for me to talk about it. Cause like I said, I'm not conversational. Like if I just start talking about stuff, mm-hmm. I'll cry. Like that is my MO. I just, yeah. And On my podcast, I'm very off the cuff. You know, my comedy is very, I wing a lot of stuff. And it's not always written, you know, that thoughtfully. And it doesn't have that much meaning behind it. So like sitting down and taking the time to actually think before I speak and write something more eloquent. And like, this is my side of the story. You know, I just thought it was important. I I think the book is the perfect platform for that. Like, I don't think my podcast is the perfect platform for that. I don't think my Mm -hmm. Instagram or my comedy is a perfect place for that. Mm -hmm. So I think a book was like a place for me to slow down and just like talk from beginning to end.
1: That's exciting. That's awesome. Because now that people are going to see another side of you that maybe it's more vulnerable because like, it's hard to have a very funny, confident exterior 24 seven. I mean, even Mm -hmm. on the show, we're always like coming into the show going, okay, we got to get like amp up energy. And it's a lot of energy. And then sometimes not,
0: no, I know. And then when you, when you become successful for being a funny person, like everyone just like, they almost treat you like a zoo animal. Like you meet them and they're like, be funny. And I'm like, I'm out to dinner. Can I relax? You know, yeah. like it's, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Funny. It's yeah. a lot, it's a lot of pressure. And also people are always looking like if you're, especially if you're a woman in comedy, people are like, mm-hmm. well, are you depressed? Like what happened in your childhood? And it's like, no, I'm actually a woman in comedy. Cause I'm funny. And like, that's what I wanted to do. If I was smart, I would have become a doctor. Like this mm-hmm, is what I was right? born with. And that's what I do. Um, but I think like after reading the book and just getting to know, like my obsession with pop culture and my obsession with entertainment um, it's so clear, like from day one, like obsessed with mean girls, watching every TV show in high school, like getting in trouble for watching too much TV. Like my mom literally told me when I was a kid, like, you're going to go blind. If you sit any closer to the TV, like that <laughs> is how I became
1: this monster. And that's why but I literally we, have a
0: podcast.
1: We are <laughs> TV fanatics as fanatics. well. Like there's not a show on TV we haven't seen. So I totally agree Same. with that. Yeah. And no, like in
0: quarantine, what else are we doing? So what else really I, know. I know, I know. When does this book come out? Uh, Tuesday, January 26th.
1: <gasps> ah, that's so exciting. That, that is, is amazing. Gosh, congratulations. How hard was it? I feel like the idea of writing a book, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I just taking that first step seems so much harder than maybe even like writing the book itself. But what was the hardest part? And maybe what was the hardest chapter you had to write? Okay.
0: So like the hardest part is legit ass writing a book. And I remember I started, I had each chapter in a Google doc. And of course I started with introduction slash chapter one. Like that's where to start. Yeah. And literally my editor was like, this is really negative. And I'm like, Oh God. So then I just decided to pick chapters. Like I would go to chapter four and be like, my chapter four is my chapter on like body image. I went to a fat camp as a kid and just like being in the spotlight as a person who's chubby Mm -hmm. is like a really toxic. It can be really toxic. Um, So I just went to chapter four and then I was like, all right, now I'll do chapter eight. So I ended up skipping around and not writing chronologically. The hardest Mm. part was for sure writing about like my dad dropping dead. And I actually started Mm. therapy like around the same time I started the book early last year. And I always thought that like, I really dealt with my dad's death in a healthy way. Like it was super tragic. It was a month into high school, but you know, kids are very resilient and kids bounce back. And I think maybe if I had lost my dad now, I would have been a wreck, but kids, Mm -hmm. they just, They have to adapt adapt. almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like I really handled it in a healthy way. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I am killing it. And then Mm -hmm. like writing the book and going to therapy at the same time, I'm like, Oh my God, I never dealt with my dad's death. So the book, I mean, everything I do, I try and have it be funny primarily. And the book is, I have to say really, really funny. Um, but there's a couple chapters that are really earnest and, um, way more vulnerable than I thought I was going to get. But I just decided, I'm like, you only get one first book. Let's just put it all in there. Your
1: Instagram is basically, correct me if I'm wrong, is like how it started the, the memes, the the pages, when did you Were start you a comedian the- first and then the podcast? So the, I started, and it's
0: all in the book, available at com slash book. But yes, yeah, so, so I started a blog in high school. I'm mean, no, sorry, okay. college. Um, and it was called Girl With a Job. And I had gotten like this internship when I was at NYU. And I basically started like what I thought was going to be like the devil wears Prada of blogs. And it was not, it was not, (laughs) but it did get me into social media. And, you know, I, I left the internship and I changed the name to girl with no job. Um, and then started just experimenting with a bunch of different things. Instagram really took off. I eventually stopped blogging. Then podcasts became really big and I, started my own podcast that I don't have anymore, but it was like my first baby podcast. It was actually like, it wasn't great quality, but I had a lot of fun. It was an adventure. Mm -hmm. And then I got this show on Verizon, um, with my sister Jackie. Then we took it independent in 2018 when they canceled the show. Um, so, and then in 2018, when they also canceled the show, I was like, damn, I need to, uh, try new things. And that's when I started doing comedy and I just, um, that's also in the book chapter nine um like from I feel like <laughs> i know exactly the page the section. That's so funny well, also people like trolls are like you didn't write this book i'm like bitch ask me a page i can literally recite it like, i will quote i will quote myself like i know every single single sentence so of this funny. book um but yeah i started comedy just because like as a internet person, like everyone really does the same stuff. And if you're looking for longevity in your business, you got to be different and you got to be cutting edge. And some people I know had started to do live podcasts, which is cool, but it's not what I wanted to do. Cause again, I don't want to do what everyone else does. So I'm like, what about a live show? And I was very hesitant to say like stand up comedy because I had no experience and there are yeah. comedians who literally work their whole lives doing stand up. And I felt like it was almost like offensive for me to like call myself a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. So I, I wrote like a 90 minute show and I just started like selling tickets to random comedy clubs in cities that I knew like for my Instagram would be successful. So like I knew New York okay. was big for me. I knew Boston, yeah. Chicago, Miami. I know that these were good cities for me. Mm-hmm. And it actually like, I, I literally hopped on stage in front of 300 people, like never having done comedy in my life. And I just like talked for like an hour. Okay. And how it was iconic.
1: I would. Throw how on. I have questions now. <laughs> how did you remember all the, the dialogue, the jokes? How did, how did you not there to blank be out? I mean, I, that is so hard. So I remember
0: I mean Joan Rivers is my favorite human being was icon oh, yeah. so icon icon and I've watched her documentary a thousand times piece of work if you haven't seen it it's so funny.
1: Oh, and she was
0: just like the hardest working woman in showbiz and I'm like how is this 82-year-old woman remembering you know hundreds of jokes? And in the documentary she actually shows she has huge poster board like the kind that you used to get like for like a science fair project. Yeah, and yeah. He taped them to the um floor of the the venue that she was in and then she would take them with her everywhere she goes on the jet back to another city place them down pick them up and I'm like oh like cheat sheet I'm like I can do that because I have a terrible memory and so I didn't get huge poster board I got like printer paper everywhere I went and I would just write the jokes bullet points like I knew the structure of the show but remembering each single joke is so hard and I ended up like the tour was successful and I ended up going on tour and I did like something like 91 shows or something Wow. So by the 91st show, I remembered it. You're like <laughs> the, last show, the last
1: show I got it. The very last <laughs> show I got it. Actually, yeah. the
0: very last show, I literally left out like this huge part. And I was I was just like so excited to be done. And it was in my hometown. And it was like this huge thing. It was at the Beacon Theater, which like real real comedians like perform at. So it yeah. was just like so emotional for me. And I was exhausted. Oh. Like I'd been on tour for two years. And I'm like, there's this great bit in the show about, um, and you can actually watch a comedy special on Amazon Prime. Oh, no, it, we've seen
1: it, it, <laughs> it, um,
0: it's this Britney Spears thing and it's like kind of like the best part of the show and I legit forgot to do it
1: oh no that's like oh and it's gosh. Britney Spears you can't do her like that
0: no I know it was like so disrespectful that. and I got off stage and my sister um my little sister Margot came on tour with me for most of the tour and she was like what happened to Britney Spears I'm like what do you mean I did it she's like no you didn't and I literally wanted to like go back out and start over I was so oh. like wait guys
1: the show's not over <laughs> <One> <laughs> I'm just more. kidding I'm just kidding <gasps> we're gonna do it all over again has there, has there been anyone that you like are obsessed with that came to a show and you were just freaking out?
0: Um, well, yeah, like, and I, you know, sorry that I keep plugging my book, but I really did put all this stuff in my book because I know that's what people want to know. So you guys are asking good questions, but I hate to be like, so self promo, but yes, it's in the book. Um, a couple shows, um, in LA and New York, uh, Nikki Hilton came in, uh, New York and Paris came in LA. And I'm just like, in love head over heels with Paris, like and the Hiltons and it was That's just so like to cool. be when when like a celebrity recognizes you it's like oh my god You're I like could me? die like I'm me yeah. I'm I'm everything little me.
1: Just just little me. Me. honestly no no it's still funny even when I walk around and someone like either recognizes us I get really confused I always go why I go who they're like me listen to your show I'm like why Isn't it such a good
0: feeling as it's a podcaster cool. you sit in your room and you think no one's listening and then to see like the personification of your work in real right. life is so fulfilling it really
1: is. It, is it keeps it going because there's some days we're just like oh my god if it's not working and this and this and we get so we, we're really hard on each other in, the, in this show mm-hmm. and then when someone just comes up and goes no we really it, love literally it, if I'm one like, girl's <sighs> like you guys helped me so much I'm like oh my god it's worth it
0: and you know podcasting is a lot harder than people think i think everyone oh, yeah. you know who has a platform is like i'm gonna do a podcast and i can name like a hundred people who've done a podcast yeah. and after five or six episodes just stopped because people are mm-hmm. like it's an hour a week like how much work could it be but it is a lot of work securing guests coming up with content doing getting advertisers like it is no joke it's and you guys lot are seeing that
1: of work yeah. oh my god so when we got into this business we didn't even think we thought we knew it was going to be something we, we thought didn't really oh realize. put a mic in front of us and no we'll do there's so. so many layers yeah. and to keep a show going with someone that doesn't know how to talk or like how to keep it interesting like what have we not said that someone wants to hear mm-hmm. it's just because people do get bored they can like it's Worse. there's so much podcast. and the worst is when we bring someone on or we talk about a topic that we think is so good and we're so excited and it just does not get the response we've had, so we like, had so many times where we've set a segment on our show and it's like a very unique segment and they've taken it to their show that they wouldn't even it was it's stop. like we had to
0: Oh, yeah. Who? Who? Who?
1: I know. We should name will tell them, you yeah. after. Tell recording. me later. Tell me later. Yeah. But it's just like things like that. And I just, I realized I'm like, oh my God, this happens to us so much that we, you have to be really smart to be able to write a lot of content every single yeah. week. Yeah. And then you do your show like every single day. I don't day? know how was I do it was every that. other day.
0: It's every You're day, this- but you know, having, I don't know how people host podcasts alone. I have so much respect for those people. Uh-huh. Um, but it's also, it's really nice to have, to have a partner and do it with your sister, but you guys can probably relate to like finding a rhythm. Like we, me and my sister are both very chatty, but you really aren't, you should not talk over your podcast host, which I really struggle with like all the time. Um, and finding that rhythm and that flow is so hard. And honestly, we've been podcasting for like four fucking years and we're still talking over each other.
1: And then people complain, they're like, you guys are too high-pitched, or you guys are too, like, interrupting oh, each vocal other. vocal
0: fry. That's what I get.
1: I <laughs> know. Fry. So, I have me to say, I heard that you love The Housewives. And of I just want to say, oh Wait, my god, we, Sistine and I have seen every single Real Housewives show on the planet. I mean, I would love to know your favorite franchise. Well, you know what? You guys,
0: I feel like in, like, 10 years, like, you guys could be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You have, like, an interesting family life backstory. Like, you really could. Put we it out in the curious. universe. we manifesting. We're manifesting. I know. We were talking about manifesting earlier. It's going to happen. The like show
1: in general, we need to manifest that. We're going to so manifest like, it. You could definitely no, do it.
0: I mean, I literally got married just so I was eligible for The Real Housewives of New York. And now all the women on The Real Housewives of New York are not even married. Not a single one of them is married. Oh, my but God. That's a good, that's a good
1: You get your own character storyline. That is the storyline. Yes. Well, why don't you join the cast of Housewives of New York? Is that your
0: favorite, New York? Well, the thing is, it's like I've really made my podcast is is successful for a a multitude of reasons, but it's really popular with Bravo fans because we recap every week. Mm. I mean, I literally right before this, just got back from the podcast, we recapped Salt Lake City and OC. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm Oh my god. You can't
0: really be like a public fan of the show. Mm -hmm. It it becomes complicated when you Mm -hmm. like
1: it's weird. Yeah. I no, yeah it. You can't be on the show. If you're like a fan of the show, it has to be like, because yeah. fans want you to be like natural on it. Organic. Like, yeah.
0: Or like yeah. even
1: if you would be, but is that your, what would be your favorite franchise out of all the franchises?
0: I mean, I live in New York, so I want to say New York, but the New York franchise has gone so downhill. I was having no. this conversation like yesterday with someone. Her. I know she was a queen. And even like in her last few seasons, it was kind of uh, disgraceful
1: she's killing it with skinny girl margarita So, like who's winning who's her skinny winning? girl
0: popcorn is so good i don't know if you guys have it the oh microwave popcorn. No.
1: it's
0: like 150 calories it comes in like a few different flavors i just like the sea salt one it is the best Ooh. snack we're okay we're themed. getting that we're getting that. i think my favorite would be luann she's my favorite i mean she is hysterical like cabaret what a character perfect for reality tv Oh,
1: perfect. There's been so many scenarios like the falling in bushes, the, like the stage show. Lou Man, you know, the pirate in St.
0: Farts. Like,
1: she, and you know why she's great? She <laughs> rolls with the punches.
0: Giovanni. She knows how to make fun of herself. <laughs> yes. And she makes money yes. off of it. Like she's actually really fucking smart.
1: She is smart. And you have to be like, you gotta, you gotta just let yourself mess up on for these sure. shows because it's like, everyone is human. You're going to get shit on for it. Of but course. when you do live anything yeah there are situations and I have to say her opening um slogan or whatever is my favorite lower the curtains or raise the curtains lower the lights I'm taking center stage in my life (laughs) I love it perfection one of my
0: favorite things to do is like take buzzfeed quizzes like which housewife tagline is this because they change so much do you get them of course, I mean, actually, not to keep plugging my book, but chapter eight, which is my chapter on cancel culture, is actually titled, um, it is a Danielle Staub quote from her season oh. of Real Housewives. You're either going to love me or hate me. There is no in-between with me. Oh.
1: Stop. <laughs> have you ever thought about what yours would be?
0: Yes, of course. Oh, my God. I think okay, every I, I Housewife assumed. fan has definitely thought oh, about it. Oh, yeah. I think we have yeah. one. But
1: what's so yours? my,
0: I like mine, but it really bothers me because I – I like when they rhyme and I'm just, okay, I'll say it and then I'll tell you why it bothers me. It's okay. Um, I may, <clears throat> sorry, I don't like that. <clears throat> I may be short and round, but you cannot push me around. I just don't like that I rhyme round with round. So I'm thinking maybe <gasps> I may be short and stout, but you cannot <laughs> push me around. I don't know, I'm working on
1: it. <gasps> oh, so good. So, but Thank I, you. Okay, I see what you're saying, but so, so good. good. What she goes, what, what about yours? Round with round. What <laughs> what um, okay, I, I tried to think about it this morning, right? And I was like, okay, what is something that I have? I have a resting bitch face. Um, people think I'm like mean and angry. So mm. I thought like the only thing I bring to the party is a resting bitch face. Oh, that's good. I like okay. that. Okay. I thought of one for you too, because I knew you wouldn't have I, one. I think I have one. Okay, I go. Thought, okay, um, ray of sunshine, but I don't mind casting a little shade.
0: Ooh,
1: but you're not okay. shady I mean but no, is, no, you'll have I to be shady I have to be shady I'm saying like I may be like happy okay out actually out. I thought of a really good one for you because oh. you're a Harry Potter nerd and you're and you're protective over your family so okay. this is what I thought okay I may be a Gryffindor but if you mess with my family you'll see the Ravenclaws Oh wow! I mean, that would have to be like that um, didn't actually the, hit as well as I the thought. The Real it was Housewives of
0: Harry Potter, but that would be good.
1: The Real Housewives of, of Hogwarts, Hogwarts are starting, yes. But. I feel like I feel like the slogans have gone downhill though, and that's hundred
0: percent.
1: Because I look forward to those every new season yeah. for every single housewife, like whether it's Dallas or Salt Lake City. I'm just like, guys, yeah. yeah. When Dorinda Go on said it and think of something like
0: a mint in my mouth, I could be a bit fresh. What the hell does that mean? What does that <laughs>
1: what like Dorinda. literally
0: what happened to Dorinda, and by Dorinda the has a
1: sharp tongue she can fall from
0: grace something. she could have come up with something better
1: oh, yeah so much better I was so, just oh my happy. god oh my that god that whole season with her though too I, was, well, I was honestly awful. could talk about housewives with you all day long we do but we just uh we really want to thank you for coming on the yeah. show today People, i mean of course, you thank were, you guys so much for having me you are so much fun and we'll definitely want to yes. hang out when we can yes we'll see, when you guys so come cool. to new york you got to
0: come on the show, sisters Absolutely. just talking to oh, sisters that would be so I mean, much we're in fun Florida,
1: so we can definitely it's easy for oh you are it. We'll yeah. come on we'll come on down but plug where you can uh however you find your book your podcast my
0: book, Girl with No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster, <laughs> is available at anywhere you can get books. So Amazon, Barnes & Noble, indie bookstores. If you head over to girlwithnojob.com slash book, you can find all the links available. The podcast, The Morning Toast, is live Monday through Friday, 1030 a.m. Eastern Time. We're available on YouTube and anywhere you can find podcasts. So join us there for a little chit-chat, little pop culture, little housewives, little Kelly's Mindless News. Just, you know, if you're ever looking for some fun stuff, head over to The Morning Toast. <laughs> oh, did you say that in one breath? Well, I've literally been doing press for my book like for the last two weeks. I am. Oh
1: my god! You didn't fully rehearsed. Stutter. There was not a That flip. was, Chef's kiss. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you, Thank you so, Claudia. So much. We love you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so today. much for
0: having me. You guys are a bunch of queens.
1: Queens. Bye. Can't wait to read your book. Thank you. Bye.
0: From all of us here at the show, thanks for staying unwaxed. Yeah! No. Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or PodcastOne.com. Follow your hosts at Sophia Stallone and at Sistine Stallone. And be sure to follow the show at Unwax Podcast. Your producer is Will Sterling. We'll see you next week.